Hello, and welcome to Channel Divinity, a 5th edition actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I am Trent. I will be the DM and host for this adventure. Going around the table, we have... I'm David, and I play Cassiel. I'm Dean, and I play Vesper Ravenwing. I'm Gordon, and I play Blank. Awesome. All right, last time on Channel Divinity, the hunt has finally begun, the buck hunt. Um... The party went out to hunt. They went to the north. Gotta get a big one. Gotta get a big one. After receiving a special gift from Stag, which was a giant sunflower seed-looking thing, once they got in the woods, it started pointing in the right direction for them to go. It gave them a very big boost to the skill challenge that I had set for them. And they were able to find an enormous moose. After killing it and bringing back the meat... Um, they ran briefly into the masked hunter who completely brushed off Vesper, didn't even look at him. It was rude. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, no one seemed to have a bigger moose uh, head than them. After the party had a brief dinner, they decided they were going to head out and camp that night so they could make up some ground. That way they could get a good hunt the next day for the second day of the hunt. That is where we would be picking up after the party has already moved three to four-ish hours into the woods to the north again they have set up camp and they are now sitting around the campfire uh blank let me get into this accent real fast okay blank uh well, i i told you earlier that we'd talk about your experience with your your brother was it that's right yeah what, uh, you 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 talked really fast last time you're very I did, excited yeah. <laughs> uh go, t- tell me it again but this time go a little slower so i can understand it <laughs> okay so essentially what happened was i got this little assignment from my dad um and we went out into the clearing where all the deer and the stag were and um, this giant golden stag came up to me and introduced himself as my brother. The, and uh, he talked to you. He talked to me. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. I, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you. Definitely. Definitely. The first deer that I've met talked to me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hope, talk to animals often? Usually, but they don't usually speak back. Oh. Okay. That's kind of the best part about animals in uh, interest. I don't know. I've heard there's a spell for that, but <laughs> I, think some I need wood to learn that one. Can do it. <laughs> but Stag hasn't taught me that yet. That's but fine. I'd like to learn that soon. Um, but after that, he gave me this little piece of his antlers to remember him by, I guess. And, and he holds out the piece. Is it still like glowing? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, it's still, still glowing. It is still glowing. That's and sparkling. really cool. Yeah, so I kind of like hold it out to you guys. I'll I'll let you guys hold it if you guys want. Oh, I don't need to hold it, but it looks quite amazing. I'd oh, I'd, I'd hold it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and he passes yeah, so it over to to Vesper. Okay, Vesper takes it gingerly, um, and then it crumbles. It turns <laughs> to dust. <laughs> no. Um, he just like looks it over. Um, it's just a piece of an antler. He's gonna it's bring his, his seed out, see if it reacts at all to it. Uh, it does not. It does not react to it. Well, Blink, I think, uh, and he hand, he hands it back to Blink. Your family's got some interesting magic in it. 
Definitely got some interesting I mean, magic you're, in there for you're, sure. You're pretty unique too. I don't think I've ever met anyone who is like made of wood like you. Um, have you, I guess? I've never met anyone like me. Some sparks shoot out of the back of his head. Uh, ah! oh. have what? You, have, oh. you, have you ever tried to get that looked at? Oh, what looked at? The the injury on the back of your head that sparks. I have an injury. Ah! Ah! What? I'll take that as a no. What? No. You're all You're right. taking what? You, I remember you saying something about stars too, though. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, let me think. And by the way, ah. you can you can always trigger. Now that you've noticed it, you can always trigger the star map. Oh, in your cool. Wrist. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of like hold out my my left wrist, and the little prism slides up into my palm, and it opens up this like star map. Well, that's interesting. Do you Whoa. think? Are you into astronomy or something? I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I might get into astronomy. Can, can, can he hand it? So once the prism, uh, it clicks into his palm, and then light shines out from his palm, and that's what shows the star map above it. So he can't hand the prism out while the star map is going, but if he takes the prism out of his hand and the star map goes away, he could hand the prism to someone else. Can I see that map? Yeah, you can, yeah, and I slide over from my like rock to whatever you're sitting on, like a log or whatever, and kind of like move my hand over to show you the map. Where I grew up, the people were very into astronomy. My my mother was also into it, so I, I've seen a few charts in my days, but I, I wasn't super familiar with it myself. M maybe I'll take a look at it after he's done with it. For sure, yeah, I would love to get your your thoughts on this. It's a, it's a pretty big is, map too. Like, sorry to interrupt you, Gordon, you but it's it's a pretty big map too. You can definitely see it while he's looking at it as well. It's not like a small thing. Okay. It's like a think of like a Star Wars like hologram panel thing. That oh, appears so it's like three D. So it's not two D. Like shooting. You no, know, yeah, up it's like three like D. Like, oh, that's like really the yeah. cool. <laughs> Obi Wan scene like, where like zooms in on a or yeah, Treasure kind of. Planet. Yes, yes, yes. Treasure Planet esque. Treasure Planet. Does it have like? Lines connecting the constellations in 3D. Yes. That's sweet. Okay, cool. That Treasure is, Planet is a good. Okay, movie. that is a lot cooler than <laughs> I thought it was. So <laughs> as, at the sound of you like talking about your ancestry being interested in a, in astronomy, he's gonna sit in between both of you. That way, you guys can get close. But he's like mainly showing it to Vesper, but he also wants to get you make sure you have a good view of it. For sure. Uh, can I roll some kind of history check, but based on my navigator's pr tool proficiency? Ooh. Yes, actually you can. That's actually a really smart thing. Make it a wisdom check, though. Not, wisdom? Not okay. an intelligence-based thing. Okay. Well, actually, no, yeah, Navigator's Things feels wisdom-y to me. I don't know. It's got its own proficiency because it's a tool. Yeah, but like, technically. But you, but you add a stat to tools, too. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of up to the DM to decide I think it would be wisdom. It'd probably would wisdom, survival like survival use? almost. Yeah, would use yeah. just use wisdom. I rolled an 18, and oh, so... Shoot. That's a 22. Yeah, 22. Ooh, yikes. All right, so you look at this star map, and you can recognize several of the constellations, several of the star locations from your navigating tools. You remember from the places you've been, but you can clearly tell that this is not one of the places you've been. No, not one of the places you've spent a long time in, at least. Can I, can I tell a direction compared to where I've been of what I'm seeing that I recognize? Mm. 
So like I'm like, oh, I see yes. the edge here and the edge there. So you're north of this island and east of this island. You or- know, you've spent a lot of time on Zonari. Yeah. You know that from Zonari, it is to the east. I I was gonna say, with my mom and uh, maybe her, the star chart she had. Do I recognize this at all? Um, you can roll a history check for me. Natural 20. Let's Ooh. go! Uh, but my intelligence is a plus zero, and I'm not proficient. <laughs> See, I, I want to do something, like, cool and special for you, but your mom would not have had a star map like this. Okay. Well, so. that's true. <laughs> it wouldn't have been the same. Um, yeah, unfortunately, um, you, while you can remember all of her star maps with crystal clarity, Ooh, yeah. this is not one of the star maps she would have had. Cool. So, Blink, where did you get this map? Uh, I got it. I actually don't know where I got it from. It's just a part of me. In you? Yeah. It. It. So when I was having the conversation with the stag, um, as one does. As as one does for sure. Yeah. The, wait, you have conversations with stags? You know, I I'm close to animals. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Have you met this guy? <laughs> I don't think he gave me his name, but I I have not met that oh, guy. Okay. I like animals too. <laughs> oh, cool. Like on, on the dinner plate. Oh, oh. <laughs> Some potatoes and mush. <laughs> Mashed potatoes and gravy by him. I, I don't know what that tastes like, but as long as you don't eat my brother, we're we're oh, good, no, right? I would, I would never eat family. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, the, it looks like it's north of um, east, or east of Zonari. Oh, uh, where's that? Zonari is another island that is. It's east. in the. It's in the middle of the like, almost the whole world. It's of in all the of middle the of the ar- of this archipelago of islands that we got here oh um, okay yeah and so Acheta is west of zonari correct yes so yeah if so like if you traveled a couple days on by sea east you'd reach zonari and then you go a little f- i recognize some of those stars so if you went a little further east that's like where you where those stars come from huh yeah that's really interesting yeah we'll have to i'm definitely gonna want to find that at some point. Wait, yeah. so you're from Zonari. What, what's that like? Uh, yeah, I'm not from Zonari, but oh, okay. I, I'm from Hidalga. Oh. That's the jungle island that is north, north. of Acheta and west of Zonari. I've looked at this map like one time that Trent showed me. I, I have a map. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trent, is Shays north and east of Acheta? Shays is uber north. Shays is directly north okay. of Zonari, and it is north and east of Acheta. Yes. Okay. But it is like... It's way, way north. north. Um, yeah, so I... Wait, Hidalga is north of Echeta? Yes. Yeah, so I come from an island that's north of here. Oh, um, It's okay. like jungly. That's where my people are from, the wood elves. But uh, I spent a lot of time on Zonari. Um, that's where I formed an adventuring group, actually. Really? Yeah, it was pretty Whoa. cool. Wait, so why are you not with them? Um... Um, well, they, they had other stuff, they had to, um, they're dead. Oh, 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 and he kind of just, like, looks down at the ground, and, like, looks over at Cassiel, and is just like, so, uh, (laughs) sorry, just uh, glancing back and forth, um, yeah, I don't like talking about it a lot, but I mean, I'm I'm open. We were, 
you don't know anything about Zonari, do you? No, no, I don't. There's a lot of zombies there. There's a lot of zombies. What are zombies? Um, so picture me. Okay. Picture me dead. Oh. And then picture me walking and moving and trying to eat um, Cass's brains. Wow. A feast if you do that. So you're like the dead walking. That's what yeah. a zombie is? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so they're undead is what we call them. They're undead. Yeah. So it's not natural. But anyways, we got we got ambushed by a pretty big group. Oh. And I'm actually writing a book about my adventure. You're writing and he a book? pulls out his biography or is biography or autobiography that you're writing about yourself. I think it's autobiography. autobiography. He pulls out his autobiography that he's writing. And he's like, yeah, I got it right here. It kind of was a journal at first, but then I decided to make it more like an autobiography. That's really interesting. Were you and your group adventuring into one of the the Zans over there? Uh, We didn't go into them. We we were more like guides. Um, Well, I mean, we... We we did we did go into the Zan sometimes, but most of the time we were guides for like either merchants that were trying to cross Zonari. Sometimes we went there purposely, you know, to get um, loot, I guess, to uh, for the reason people go in Zans, I guess. What you would know, um, Zans are where you can mine magicite. Oh yeah, it grows inside the Zans. Yeah, so we'd go to to mine magicite, which maybe you should explain what that is. Yeah. Okay. So uh, real quick, uh, Zans are these kind of underground magical dungeons where first magicite, which is a pure white crystal, glows, which can be used in multiple, many different ways. One of the ways is in order to cast a spell of third level, not third level of higher, but a fourth level or higher, you need some specialized powdered magicite in order to cast a spell. That's kind of like my way of doing material costs, but only for higher level spells. I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing that. I might not do it, but that's just the idea right now. Um, But it's used in many different ways. It's used to fuel a lot of magical machines and there's a ton of research being done on magicite. It's kind of like a currency almost. Almost, yeah. Um, but it grows in the Zans, and this, so the Adventurers Guild, or the Hunters Guild is what it's called, they go into the Zans, and they mine the Magicite, and they kill the monsters that kind of just spawn there, and sometimes they find treasure, and they can also potentially find special treasure called relics, which are like magic items, but they grow when you put a soul into them. And I can go, I'm going to go more in detail with that, when the party gets a relic. So don't worry about that. If we get a relic. If they get a relic, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, come on. I trust ourselves. We can, <laughs> we can get a relic. It'll be The one. next Baron counter uh, team wipes us, so... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, so... That's why I'm not with them anymore. Um, he just nods slowly. Yeah. How it, long did you adventure with them? Um, you know, it depend it. Like each one was a different amount of time. I had, I had a different uh there's a a couple of us. So like the f- one of them Sable, I was I was with her for like the longest amount of time. And then we then we had a couple other people join our group as well. Hmm. I I've got to ask, sorry if this is offensive at all. I don't think it is though. With elves it's kind of hard to t- to tell our age. Uh how old are you? Uh, you're gonna make me like 
<laughs> We're going to make you role play age. How dare you? I wrote on my paper that I have the maturity of a 24-year-old. Whatever that is in elf years. I have no idea. Um, I must feel like that's 40, in the 40s 50, or something. Yeah. It's like barely come of age, basically. So, right? yeah, or, elves, I guess come of age is like 18 or so. Elves or like younger, become officially but... like adults at like 100. Wow. Barely okay. an adult thing. Yeah, technically. I mean, that's a, like a technical thing, I think, written, rules as written. But like in this world, who knows? Maybe elves are mature at the same rate as humans and they just live really long. Physically, I think they do. Like the book, that's what we're the just gonna say that's about. how it happens. That's fair. I'm like about a hundred years old. Oh, same here. I'm about a hundred eighteen. Wow, that's way older than me. Yeah, you're like what? Uh, two weeks. The, yeah, he he reads <laughs> off the number again. It's like one month, three weeks, and like <laughs> however many days and seconds. But he just writes it off or wrote it off. Like pulls a receipt out of his <laughs> ear. It prints off. It prints a receipt from his ear. He just. <laughs> <laughs> you know what flavor? I like that. That's how it prints <laughs> off. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I have got some stuff I'd like to accomplish here on the Cheta, but uh, I'd be down to go here and investigate that star chart at some point. For sure. Yeah. I think that sounds like a fine adventure. And he kind of just like perks up a little bit. He was like, I, I would really like that. Thank you. I think that would be good. We should probably catch some sleep, but we should all also probably set a watch just in case. I can I can watch. All right. And in fact... Uh, Blink, do I you sleep? I... Whoa, our party barely there. needs sleep. Well, I need, I'm the only one that needs sleep. Yeah, so, well, also, so as a Blink, warforged... As a warforged, yeah. he doesn't really need to sleep. He goes into this thing called Sentience Rest. I believe yeah. that's what it's called. Or Sentry's Rest. Um, but he stands there and kind of powers down. He doesn't move or like speak for six, eight hours. I, I think, think it's six. six. Um, but he can keep his eyes and ears open the entire time. Do you have to, do you know if you have to, just like, are you locked down? Can you act right away type of thing? Uh, I think there is like, I there, think there's not anything that says that there's like a reboot time or anything like that to like yeah, wake up. So the way we're probably going to do it is he can wake up at any time. But it's almost like a trance with yeah, the elves. But that'll interrupt his long rest. Gotcha. But okay. like you said, his eyes and ears are wide open the whole time. I so mean, that's what necessarily it, it does for normal people who are sleeping too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> oh, shoot. Up. I'm awake. <laughs> I don't, I don't necessarily. Because uh, you can't move around. So I can't move around. You... So I got like basically, if you position me like up against a tree or something, I basically got view over all of you guys. Okay. Um, it, it's just if something comes up from behind you. Yeah, something comes up from behind me. That's why I'm saying like if I stood in front of a tree, like that would cover up most of the vision that I would be missing. That's true. It's still. It's still not perfect. Yeah, it's still not right? perfect. And we could still like still switch out good. because also. Dean, Dean's an elf too, so he only needs yeah. four hours. So he and could, I'm he could an elf, me. but I need eight hours. Not a full-blooded <laughs> elf. Yeah, you're still cool. I think Blank. If you can keep watch, then then I mean, unless we run into problems, I think you could just keep watch the whole time. Then, right? For sure. Yeah, I mean, your you, your eyes and ears are open, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so all of my sensory capabilities except movement would be well. active. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go to bed then. Thanks, Blank. For sure, yeah. Alright. Uh Alright, uh, okay, if that's how all yeah. right. Alright, well if you'd like to wake up and join me for watch when you're rested, 
I'm more than okay with that as well. I, I probably I, won't say anything back. Yeah, it's that's true. Fine. You, you can't speak. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll okay. see how much sleep I actually get. There you go. All right. With that, the whole party goes to sleep, except for Blank, who goes into his weird sensory rest thing and watches over the camp. Nothing happens that night, and y'all wake up in the bright and early morning getting ready for the hunt. And as you pack up camp, unless anyone wants a dialogue, we're going to go straight into the second skill challenge. And so, personally, I would prefer it if you made different skill choices... (laughs) Um, but I understand that like there's only so many skill choices you can associate with hunting. Real, real f- that- go for it. Real fast, I did want to do something before we started. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go up to Vesper. Um, Vesper, good morning. How's it going? Good. Uh, so you seem experienced with hunting. You've got your bow and everything. Uh, I don't yes. know how hunting's going to go today, whether we're going to have to split up or whatever it may be, but I've got a certain ability that will help us keep in touch if we do split up. And I, I, he reaches up and he grabs, because we described once at the very beginning that he's got that golden wreath kind of growing out of his head, and there are some a few like thorns on it that are maybe like half an inch long type of thing. And he goes and he, goes and he plucks one and he... Uh, and he pulls it off of the wreath, and then he hands it to you. I take it carefully. And then inside of your head, you hear, Hi, Vesper. We can talk like this for about ten miles distance. Wow. Um, okay. The He's, messages are limited he to He says about, out loud. Yeah. <laughs> the message, and then I say out loud. The messages are limited to about 25 words per, per like, instance, but... You've got unlimited instances. I think I have to initiate it, though. As as you're doing that, and you're handing him the, th- handing Vesper the thorn, um, Blank's gonna wake up, and as he's like stretching, there's gonna be like pressure valves that like release, and they, as he's like stretching, and Wait, then he'll walk you, over to you. Pressure guys. valve? You're, you're made of wood. <laughs> yeah. There's n- what is? Pre- I don't know. What it's is just, pressurized inside of you? I don't know. Hydraulic? Not hydraulics. The, maybe you, just the outside you, yeah, yeah, the metal bits. You the have, metal bits. The metal bits so that are inside. inside. Like I the, guess maybe the, you have machinery inside skeleton. too. Yeah, yeah. And okay, real quick, while he looks at the ability, <laughs> let's clarify something. Know. Where are your metal bits? Are they just like you got metal bits at each joint? Yeah, I think at each joint, and then like very minimalistic on the inside, almost as like bones. Okay. Like, but like cool. the outside is like all wood, all the redwood. Nice. Or, yeah. Actually, like a puppet. Kind of yeah, kind of like a puppet. Yeah. Is is the like the metal that's connecting you? Are they like the rings, like from like a doll, like a marionette doll, or is it like? It's probably creepy, like actual. Hinges. Or is it like an actual hinge? It's yeah. It's probably more like an actual hinge. Okay. I kind of pictured like C three PO, but instead of the metal plates, it's like different wood plates and stuff over what could be more mechanical and magical in nature. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Thanks, Cass, for the the magical thorn. Um, we wanted to go for an elk today, right, guys? Sure. Uh, it elk has or been, deer it are has the been left a, categories, right? It's been a little while since we last met, so I will say you did see the masked hunter get a massive elk. So to clarify, he cannot message back. Okay. So I he, can message him 25 okay. words or less, but infinitely within a 10-mile radius. Sounds good. All right. 
Um, um so are you saying like we would not want to do an elk because it's I am not saying anything. I am just saying what you saw. You saw the uh, mass hunter bringing a massive um, elk. Do you guys want to try and beat his elk? That's probably a difficult task. What what were the other game that we could get? There's deer, of course. Um, was there anything else? Moose. Is yeah, there boars or any like, or is it all just like it's specifically not, like? There deer probably type are things. other animals here, but you know that this is categories. supposed to be a buck hunt. Gotcha. So gotcha. you're supposed to be bringing in the biggest rack of antlers. Gotcha. I guess for we should go for the stag. Oh, sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. Don't go after my dad. <laughs> this is this is an audio podcast. We all turned and looked at blank. <laughs> um, I should we go for a deer then? See if we can beat him in two categories. Yeah, I think that's going to be ways. That'll up our probability of winning. Okay. I take out the seed and I make a survival. <laughs> okay. What is there anything else I could take with that? Um. I would probably let you do a nature check as well, or uh, investigation check if you wanted. I'll do. An- I don't. I don't care too much. I just want more different flavors more than than what we did last For time. For sure. Like if if one or two overlap, that's okay. Okay. But I- everyone try to think of some some delicious new flavors. I'll do nature then. Okay. I'm gonna try and look for any kinds of because it was a huge herd of of deer and stuff. Massive. I'm gonna start looking for for places. Well, also. With the direction where the seed is pointing, but looking yeah. for places where maybe the grass has been eaten, or plants have been damaged by large large herd going through, or that kind of thing. Okay, well, is that nature, or is, would that be survival? It's more of survival, but I will let you roll in nature for it. Okay. I'm like, how do I do it with nature? I remember what grass is supposed to look like, and this doesn't look like regular <laughs> the grass. The grass is leaning to the left, when in real life it should be pointing straight up. That's a nine total. You, uh, oh, did you add a plus ten from the seed? Oh, I did not. <laughs> it becomes a 19. Yeah, okay. So with a 19, you see, you, with a 19, you see there is a lot of grass there is a, been a large herd moving through here, and they're all moving north. But you also notice, as you look through here, you can only find moose tracks. There are not tracks of any other beast. It's because we went north again, dang it. Maybe. Should we go for another moose and try and get the top three slots for it? I don't, if we, can, can we, we get win? If we capitalize like that? on that, we could... Y'all are making me think about category. the realistics of this game. I hadn't thought of that. that. Is, I don't think. Um, I don't think there would be anything against the rules for that if you got like first and second and third of, on the same category. Because so. like all, all I'm saying is like if there's only m- moose over here, meese, moosen, um, mycin, mycin, right? Yeah. Um, if if those are the only things here, we can go after that and try and capitalize on what we've already got. We've got all day, though. We do have all day. How long do you think it would take to get to the, like, east or west of the city? That's probably where we'll find either elk or deer. Well, we're already three or four hours out of the way, so I assume it would probably be another hour or two for us to get close to where you're thinking about. So probably about, okay, we'll just plan for four hours. Mm. And then that leaves us still most of the day to go hunting. We do still have most of the day, yeah. So and because you already moved like, out, because you already moved out four hours away from town, you are already quite a bit out to the north. 
So. So we just need to move in like a circular motion to get east. Yeah. yeah. Or diagonal, however we want to do it. Yeah. Okay. So do you guys want to move east then? Uh, yeah. Do or any do we of want you remember? Moves? We should ask some people where they found the deer. I hinted at that. <laughs> well, uh, whether we go east or west and we find deer or elk, it's still different from moose. So, for sure. Do we flip a coin for it? I've got some dice. Now he pulls out the prism. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> That's not a die. It's a D8. D4. Or a D4. Oh, so it's like a pyramid. It's not like... Yeah. Okay, I thought the prism was like this. Prism. Like what light would shoot in and then like a rainbow comes out of? So you're talking about a like... a star map comes out of it instead. Got you. Okay. So should we go even and then... Odd? Are there can... numbers on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that. Right on that. Um... All right. Well, I've got a pair of dice. I actually do have a pair of dice. They are loaded dice, which I won't tell them. <laughs> but uh, evens, east, odds, west. west. Ah, it's a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, looks like we're going east. Translation. Translation. Cassiel gets to decide where we're going. <laughs> Can I roll an inside check on that? Sure, if you want. Why? What was suspicious about that? Or not, not, not an insight, but like a perception check to see like how the dice roll. Like, sure, if you want. It's a nine, yeah. No, <laughs> you, you can't tell it's loaded. So what do they say? East. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, all right. right Looks like we're headed east. All right. So you all begin to rotate east. Um, we'll say you travel for a couple hours. You're now in the eastern section of town. I need two more skill checks from Blank and. So I was thinking of doing Arcana check and checking for the animal's magic. Oh. Because I'm guessing since they're living, they would have at least some sort of, like, nature magic since I'm a druid. And his magic is nature-based. Because you're a druid, I will accept it, and I will let you try. Phenomenal. All right. Nat 20! For real? Yeah. Nat 20 plus one. Okay. Um, You send out your sensory waves of your your nature magic. radar vision. <laughs> he sees every animal bright you, red. You <laughs> they're all highlighted. Heat vision. You sense several animals out there. Their their nature magic responds to yours. Um, as you look out, you actually sense the golden stag out there as well. Actually, <laughs> yeah. But then, but then, as you go, you also sense something that is. It feels like magic, but gross. It's corrupted. It's like the opposite of your nature magic. And it just like your senses when they react to it, it's like as if you held out your hand and someone put like a moldy rotten banana in your hand and then shoved it into your face. Like that's how you feel. That that kind of gross smell and just nastiness. Nasty. So he kind of like, as he's like sensing around to the different like forms of magic that are out in the forest... Um, he senses his like big brother and he's like, ah, cool. So like, we'll, we'll stay away from that. And as he drifts his attention towards the other side that has this kind of gross magic, he tenses up and just kind of like locks in place, almost like Tin Man style where he's just standing rigid. Are you all right? Uh, there, there is, I don't know how to describe it. It's odd, dark. Is there something we avoid? Empty. 
probably something we should avoid. All right. Did you sense any any elk or deer? Or? You did sense several deer. I did sense several deer as we keep going in this direction, heading a little bit more south, southeast. Um, we'll be able to um, continue to reach some of those. So, I, and, I, and Cassia looks at both of you. So we're avoiding the gross magic thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Please? I, I, I don't want none of that. <laughs> oh, by the way, you only sense that because of a nat 20. No side quest, Trent. Uh, hey, that's fine. I'm not railroading. It's just he's you just know, gonna railroad us because it's it there. starts charging us. <laughs> Cassie almost died like the other day. <laughs> but you, hey, look, my job as a DM is just to make sure you know it's there. Hey, if we run into it, I'll roll a d20 for it. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, uh, final I'll skill for the skill check, though. Uh, all right, I would like. Uh, it, this is. Weird, because I'd, I'd like to do something to improve my perception, but what I'd like to do is use athletics or, or acrobatics, most likely athletics, and climb up a tree so that I can maybe get, um, f- well, one, find a tree that can maybe s- get good vision, and then climb up it to see if I can't spot anything. I like that combo. Um, the greatest adventure <laughs> lies ahead. Okay, no, copyright. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, let's do this in a combo of two roles. First in athletics. Best and cartoon ever. True. First in athletics, and depending on how good that athletics is, I'll give you a boost to your perception check. Okay, sounds good. As he's rolling, what is that? It's from The Hobbit. Like the, oh, the oh, oh, the old one? Okay, gotcha. Hobbit yeah, movie. Yeah. So... My strength is a minus one. Oh. And I rolled a nine. You find a tree and you climb up a little bit. And after climbing up a little bit, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm good. But you're only like 10 or 15 feet off the ground. <laughs> Dang it. How's the view up there? I look down <laughs> and I see it that I'm not that high. I'm like, I'm not the best at climbing. I'm not high enough to see anything. You can roll a perception check still. Um... And with this perception check, you're 10, 15 feet off the ground. I'll give you a plus one. <laughs> I get, I'll give you a plus one. Hey, that's one higher than my zero. There you <laughs> go. There you go. 16. Okay. Um, Actually, I'm proficient. Um, ooh. So that's uh, 18. All right, you cast your gaze out, and as you look out, you see there is a small group of three or four deer, probably around like 800 feet away from you do i see any racks um yes you see uh, how many deer did i say did i see three or four i'm gonna be honest i don't remember i said it like 30 seconds ago how did i forget you said a couple <laughs> um, yeah, you said a couple you see a couple racks as well yeah. okay and yeah you you can tell you could probably say when you get closer you might be able to pick out the biggest one but they're all pretty much similar in size okay so I'm, we, I'm gonna go down and relay that information okay all right um, I will let, see. You're the one with the ranged weapon. All right. Yes, he so. is the longest range. I will let you roll two attack rolls. All right. Unless anyone wants to try to get closer and make an attack um, and help him. And if they do, roll a stealth check first. But if not, we'll just have him roll two with the bow. I'll roll a stealth check. Do you have any ranged cantrips? He's gonna throw a chunk of coal at the deer. Yeah, I do. I His do flavored have flavored produce flame. Yeah, I have the flavored produce flame. So what's the range of that? 
Um, Produce I'm flame? gonna be honest. <laughs> not, I, <laughs> I think it's only like sixty feet. Yeah, or it's, thirty. It's not. It might be. It's not super far. Um, it's no fireball. Thirty feet. Um, are you still gonna try to stealth in? Yeah, I'm gonna try and stealth. Vesper is going to Unless, ask you not to. Oh, okay. Yep, okay. I, <laughs> yeah, blank. The 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 deer might hear you or see you within thirty feet. But like the grass is tall. It's not it's that not. tall. <laughs> I can crouch. That'll limit the vision for them by like twenty percent. Yeah, but I could just take the shot when I get in range. All right, I trust you. Okay. The first one's a twelve. Okay. And then it's a nineteen. All right. Uh, roll damage. How many? Uh, both. both it's many. a deer. It, it doesn't have the greatest yeah, AC. <laughs> Seven. It's dead. Three. Okay. Yeah, it's dead. You with the first shot. So if you want, you can hit the second, a different one with the uh, with the three. Oh, I'm gonna hit the second one with the three. Okay, you hit one of them, and the moment you hit it, it just immediately starts falling to the ground. And then the other three deer, only one of them has a rack, immediately bolt away. You hit the other, you hit the other one right in the bum with the the second shot, but it just scampers away even faster. Um. Okay. Um. Did you yeah. guys want to follow that deer or nah? I I didn't hit it in a vital spot. Did it look like um it, I mean it's in the butt. That's gonna be where the most meat is to cushion it, so it probably won't. Did the antlers look bigger than the one he felt? They looked about the same. Um if you think it's will be alright and it's not gonna be suffering or anything, then I'm fine with leaving it. I mean, it's got an arrow in it, <laughs> so it might be suffering a little bit. Is it going to get better, or is it going to get infected and die eventually anyway? I feel like the arrow would cause some damage over time. So, should we try and track it down? I feel like down? we should track it down. Uh, right, you we, say can, we can trail it and talking to Cassiel. We can trail it a little bit, and then he can follow us. All right. And all right. You all start. Just, yeah, just give me updates on your location. Sounds good with me. All right. I love um, school blink. Wait, how are we going to do that? I gave him a little spell. I can talk to him in his head. Yeah. You can talk to him in, in his brain? True. We just have to stay within 10 miles of him. That's really cool. And he can't respond. So <laughs> oh. it's a little one way, but it's still useful. Is that this is a really, really useful, big yeah. deer? Will uh, I be able to take meat and the antlers and follow them after I get those off? It's average. So yes, you can. Okay. This is not like a massive deer or anything. It's it's yeah. average. All right, Blink, how's your survival skills? It's not hard to trace this thing. It's it's dripping blood. Uh, go ahead and Blank, roll a quick uh, survival check. Can I help him? Yeah, you can have advantage because Cassiel is helping. Oh, that was good because that was a three. Ooh, 18, 21. All right, yeah, you managed to track it, and as you move... um. You sense that this deer is slowly moving closer to that corrupted thing. Oh, he still senses that corrupted thing? Uh, he doesn't sense it, but he knows it's moving in that direction. All right, Blink, I think we're getting close enough. I could maybe stealth ahead, get within 60 feet, and hit it with a card and put it out of its misery. All right, just be careful, though, because we are getting closer to the odd. Okay. The oddity. 
keep an eye on me then. I, I will do that for sure. <laughs> Don't let me die. <laughs> All right. They continue to move forward. Real quick, Vesper, can you roll a survival check? I want to see how long it's going to take you to harvest this deer. 21. Oh, okay. You harvest this deer real quick. Um... So yeah, you. I should have given myself uh, expertise on survival instead of perception. Yeah. Hey, perception is going to be helpful later in the game. Yeah, that's this is true. like only one scenario. My stealth is a nineteen to get closer to it. All right. Uh, we'll say uh, Vesper. You can probably catch up to them. You'll probably only be around ten-ish minutes behind them. Sounds good. Um, I'll be slower too because I'm holding. That's true. Deer. Maybe fifteen-ish minutes. Can I get within sixty feet of it with that stealth? With that stealth, you can get within 60 feet of it. However, I need to describe a scene for you. You Good thing I'm hidden. <laughs> you are hidden, and so you're crouching. You're still following the trail. You, you're going from bush to bush. Eventually, you stick your head out, and you look at where the deer should be, and you see the deer, but it is dead on the ground. And you see standing over it is another deer, but this deer is different this deer is probably twice as big as the other deer its fur is black but it's also patchy almost as if some parts of it has fallen out and in place of that almost like a a black carapace is starting to form it has two sets of antlers coming out of its head one is pointing up and the other is pointing out as if specialized to charge and stab someone its mouth is grotesquely split in four directions and it is feasting on the deer beneath it its front body is twice as big as its back body it's massive and out of its back legs you see two extra legs that are starting to grow but they are not that far out yet they are like not even touching the ground yet this is some crazy stranger things thing yeah (laughs) with that stealth check it does not see you um am i in pain you are in pain, and this is where we are going to end the episode. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. If you have creepy, creepy thing, is that an actual monster or is it homebrew? Oh no, that's homebrew. Okay, that's homebrew, baby. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no. So way it's like that a skinwalker on steroids. Like what is so, this? So, um, it stags true form. <laughs> Dad. No, so for a uh, little bit of lore sprinkled in there. This is one of the corrupted, which world lore-wise, the Templar hunt down the corrupted. And the corrupted become corrupted by this black mist called the corruption, which seeps into living creatures that mainly animals because they're not as intelligent. And then it takes control of their body and mutates them drastically. Um, So, you know, the Templars fight against those creatures and hunt them down. Uh... Yeah, that's a brief little thing about the corrupted. Anyways, we are ending the episode, though. So thank you so much for everyone for listening. If you enjoyed what we were doing here, please leave us a five-star review or tell your friends about us, and we would appreciate that. If you want to send us a longer message, you can send us an email at channeldivinitypodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us over Twitter or Instagram, because we have social media accounts on both of those platforms. If you want to give me a name, that way I do not have to come up with names, I would be much appreciated. You can either give us your name or a cool name that you came up with. Um, 
send that in a review or an email, and I'll try to pick out the ones that fit best. I don't know how many people are going to send those in. Uh, hopefully a lot, though. Um, that's it for us. Oh, real quick. We've got a special message from our editor. Yeah, so that's me, Dean. We're, I'm working on getting sound effects. So you might hear a pre-recorded message in the last episode's or post-recorded, I guess, where I just explain this. But uh, we're getting our sound effects from this cool website called um, freesound.org. Freesounds.org. I can't remember if there's an S or not. We will have a link to our website uh, in the podcast description of the for the episode. Um, and on our website, we will have all of the uh, attributions for, like, who made each sound effect. There's this special thing called a Creative Commons license that lets us use them, which is really nice that artists are, you know, creating stuff that we can use. So yeah, if you wanted, you can check those out for your own podcast or your own D&D usage. But yeah, that you'll, you can find that on our website. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, to complete, going around the table, we have... I'm David. I play Cassiel. I'm Dean. I play Vesper. I'm Gordon, and I play Blank. We'll see you all next time. Keep tuning in.